Hey, hey, this is episode 12 of the Fizbo Smarts podcast. I'm Steve Klein. Let's roll the intro. Hello, this is Steve Klein with Fizbo Smarts, bringing you the best tips, tools, and techniques for selling your home on your own digitally and online for sale by owner style and helping you save thousands of dollars in the process. And this episode is titled Plan B Considerations. Picking up where we left off in my own FISBO journey, FISBO smart journey. It's now been five months since we put our house officially on the market, September uh, 1st, and now it is February 1st. And so this is it. We've we've really come down to the wire because for some reason I just thought based on our past experience that we were just going to sell this house right away, but there's a few factors involved that haven't made that happen as you may have been aware if you've been following this podcast for some time. First we put it up uh, technically it was July, July of 2019. We we put it up for a couple of weeks and that was after several months of getting the house prepared because my mom, this is my mom's house that I own with her, had several items that we had to go through. Basically almost 60 years worth of just stuff, collections, antiques, things like that. But also things that the house needed improvement on, like such as paint, interior, carpeting. Uh, There was some roofing that had to be redone, although that was done a couple of years ago some grout around the fireplace, things like that. Then there's the expenses that my mom has had to endure with her assisted living facility, and that assisted living facility is costing quite a bit of money. In fact, it's double, almost double what she pays in her current mortgage. And on top of that, we're help having to help her pay her mortgage and all of the utilities, which I haven't mentioned before, but we have to keep the lights on and the doors open, and we're not even living there. Anyway, you get the idea. So, and then we've had the some loss. Uh, my mother-in-law, we recently lost her. Uh, she passed away unexpectedly in the holiday season, in the Christmas season. So it's been one of a trying time, but uh, this has probably been one of the, if there ever has been a real struggle with for sale by owner, this one would be it. This one would be my, I'd say this is the toughest for sale by owner that I've ever had to do. So, just to let you know out there, if, if you're going through something right now, uh, you're not alone because we all go through the struggles in what we're trying to do, be it for sale by owner or be it just everyday life. It just happens. Life happens. So we have to make the best of it. So last time we met, I was uh, on my FISBO journey. I was trying to see if we could entertain a real estate agent. Yes, you heard me right. I was going to go with my plan B option, which was always in a consideration. Like if we couldn't sell our home, and if we still can't sell our home, I wanted to have that plan B, and I always had that plan B in the back of my mind. So now I know what you're saying is, okay, what's plan B, Steve? What does that mean? All it means is that if plan A, which is selling my home digitally and online by myself for sale by owner style, the FISBO Smarts way, and saving literally over $20,000 in the process. Or plan B is, if I can't do plan A, plan B is to sell the house through a realtor and also gaining any special discounts that they offer in that process. 
So here's the thing. I know that I really need to get this sale going to just break even and, and have mom out of that debt. So she's not paying like double for everything and we're not paying double to help her out. And so, um, so what I did was I contacted the real estate agent in our local area that advertises this on the radio. And I hear these ads all the time. We will sell your home in 30 days or less. And so I'm thinking, well, okay, this sounds like a pretty good deal. And then on top of that, they guarantee it. They say, if we cannot sell a house in 30 days, we will buy it. And I'm like, okay, that, that just sounds too good to be true. So so anyway, I uh, called them up and I set an appointment. And so I had the realtor come out uh, at our in our dining room. Yes, I invited the enemy over at, into my home territory. And he came over enemy lines to come into my home. But here's the thing. I didn't look at him as the enemy. I look at him as a possible asset. Like he could help me in this in this endeavor. And I'm, I know what you're saying. You're saying, okay, well, Steve, this is, you're, you're giving the money away. You're giving, well, I thought, you know, let's hear him out, right? So uh, he was very gracious and he had a little bit of a smirk on his face and it kind of annoyed me a little bit because I thought, okay, he knows that he's got me, you know, because I'm, I'm calling him, right? Normally, if the realtor is calling you, then that puts you in a better position because obviously you have something that they want. But when I'm reaching out to them, they know that they've got something that I want. And usually that is always the bad place to be. Anyway, maybe not. But I, I gave it, again, the benefit of the doubt. And he, you know, overall, he spent a whole hour with me talking to me. We, we talked out figures. And he gave me a lot of history about his company. And, and it was really interesting to hear. And so then it came down to the money. Because up to that point, we were on a really good rapport. I mean, he was very impressed with all the knowledge that I knew, just being an average homeowner and a home investor, and just the knowledge I had on real estate in general, he was very surprised. And I think he was somewhat impressed, although he didn't let on though. But I, I just there's certain things that he that he did that said, well, I didn't really realize you knew that. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, I know this. And and uh, and this is something else I know and something else I, I value or, or I think about. And Anyway, like I said, it was good exchanging notes. So here's the thing. When it came down to the money, that's where everything fell apart. And what I mean by that is it fell apart in the sense that I realized I wouldn't be able to work with this real estate agent. And here's why. In order for them to sell the house within 30 days, he has to drop the price. Get this. Not ten, not 15000 not even 20000 $30,000 off of the retail price. So in a, in a, instead of the house that's normally valued around three hundred thirty to $335,000, he would have to drop the price to $300,000. That's like, that's crazy. I mean, first of all, if he's going to drop it that low, I was thinking I could do that. No wonder he can sell a house within 30 days. Anyone could sell a house that quick, especially in any even any given market. Well, providing the market is somewhat uh, somewhat positive, anyone could make that much money. I mean, I could re- I could drop the house price. So then I thought, okay, wait a minute though. If I drop the house price to three hundred thousand, what does that mean for my mom? So okay, so all the debts that we have, the current mortgage that we'd have to pay off, some of the home improvement stuff that we've done with the paint. 
some of the things that we hired for the chimney work, the roof work, all of that stuff would have to be paid off, plus the amount of money that we've borrowed against her savings and also her uh, credit card would have to be paid off. Our credit card would have to be paid off. Without getting into the financial details, um, you can tell that we've been putting a lot of our own money, sweat equity, and equity, literal equity, into this deal so we can keep mom going where she is and thriving. But we also need to get some of that money back to pay off her credit card debt, our credit card debt, and also all of the uh, mortgage payments that she has on there, and then get her to, to zero again and have a total reset. But at only $300,000, after all is said and done, that would only give her almost $10,000 as a nest egg, which we've worked out to be, I think we figured out that she needs an additional $500 each month just to make ends meet. That means if you divided 10000 by 500 that amounts to only about a year and a half extra. Now, our whole goal is to get her at least at least $30,000 in equity that she can put in a bank and then live off that as a subsidy for the other income she has. And what, what that $30,000 would give her, providing that our calculations still work out of $500 a month, is five years or 60 months. That's a lot longer. And that would sustain her over this long haul. Now, even though my mom is 90 right now, there's no telling how long she could live. Good Lord willing, she could be living until she's 100. And the good news is with her existing savings and that nest egg from the house, it should take her well past 10 years. And so that's the goal. And if we can't make this goal, then there's no use in me even dropping the price that much. Even if we dropped it to 315000 like I was doing for, for Christmas, the Christmas sale I was trying to do, it still wouldn't be enough for her. My wife and I would have to kind of kick in if if uh, if things went south here in about seven years from now. And, you know, things could change. The economy could change. Maybe my business could take off and uh, in, a, in a new and positive direction and, and give me a little bit more funds that, that could help my mom. But the point is right now and where we are trying to get her financially I can't sell the house for 300,000 that's just not that's just not enough so I I thanked him for it and I I explained the whole situation to him and and you know he he listened but this is the thing for selling your home with the real estate agent a lot of times they don't care and I don't mean that to be harsh but they're really into it for the income they need to make a money and they need to make a profit. Their service is to sell a house within 30 days or less. And they can. <laughs> and you can too. I mean, you've, I could sell the house for $300,000 in 30 days. I'm pretty positive. I'm pretty sure I can, but I'm not going to try. I don't, I don't want to try because I want to get the most for my mom. And so I'm going to stick with it. In fact, that was the big decision that I made. And I, don't, I didn't share it with you until just now. That big decision is to, we're going to go and continue on for sale by owner. And we're going to say a few prayers, and we're going to buckle down, double down, and start showing this house. I did post it back up to uh, $335,000 or best offer. Uh, I know that's going back up to the retail, but I was very surprised when we did that. We were getting more calls than we did when it was on sale for the Christmas sale. 
And so this is another lesson that I can share with you is that you, if you sell your home for the price that it's retailing, the, the comparable prices that are out there, you are going to get calls because when the market is priced fairly with your house and is priced fairly with the comparable sales that have just recently happened in your area, you're go- your phone is going to ring off the hook because people are going to see it. If you are priced too high, people will think, well, I can't qualify for a loan. If your price is too, too low, people are going to think, well, what's wrong with the house? Maybe it's a fixer upper. Maybe there's something, some issues with it I don't know about. See, the cool thing is there's no issues with this house. This house is sound and solid. I mean, it's, I grew up there. This house has been in, in, in the family for almost 60 years. And, and it's a special house that I want to leave as a legacy for someone else. Now, sure, I know that there's there could be some realtors that are interested in as an investment property. I know there's there's been developers that have come by, and I know that they they could you know tear the house down and build a new one. I I know that could happen. I know all these things could could happen, and and I, I I've got to be prepared for them, and I am. I'm prepared for either way. Either way that happens, I'm I'm okay with it, and I've made peace with it. Because I know that in the long run, this is for my mom, it's for her betterment, it's for her health, it's for her longevity. For all the years that she's given me growing up, this is the least I could do for her. And, and so I, I think it's in a good place. And I think that we're in solid ground. And what I wanted to share with this with you is because it's it, what you can take away from it is that, yes, always have a plan B. Always consider other realtors out there. And uh, oh, and by the way, I did con- I did consider another realtor that had the discount as well. But after this situation with the thirty days or less, it kind of gave me more of a embolden. Uh, it, it emboldened me more and said, you know, we can do this. We are going to do this. Now I've been showing the house quite a bit. Like I said, interest had spiked uh, as of January, mid January, all the way up through uh, yesterday, and now being February first, it's just like this is the day. I feel like like things are really, really cruising. I mean, I show the house so much and that lull I was in where I was really not feeling quite well last month, I've gotten a lot better. Uh, still a little bit scatterbrained sometimes. I'm just like, like sometimes I feel like I'm not all with it, but I'm a lot better than I was before and things are just improving. So I, I feel I'm feeling better about things and I think that things were going to look up for us. So just keep your fingers crossed. And hopefully by the next time we talk, we'll hopefully have an offer, which is so strange. Now, this is going to be going on the sixth month. And this is going to be the longest I've ever had a for sale by owner, uh, for sale by owner house on the market. But again, this my lessons learned is your lessons learned. So hopefully this has inspired you or caused you at least to reconsider maybe selling your home with a realtor and maybe going for it one day. But let's first see if we can get a sale going and then that will even give you more motivation. But hey, this has been Stephen Klein. If you really enjoyed this episode, uh, give us a thumbs up or like. Visit our website at fizbosmarts.com. Someone asked if we're going to do a YouTube video. I'm not sure about that yet. I might do something later on. Uh, in this year if if I have time. Right now with my media and my software development programming, uh, I've just been really busy with things. And so we'll see how things turn out. And anyway, 
Until next time, this is Steve Klein saying become physical smart and save thousands on your next home sale. And we'll see you in the next episode.